agriculture.ca. Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Spring seeding is slowly getting underway across Saskatchewan in the first crop report of the season. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen estimates seeding at 1% across this province. Seeding is slowly progressing in the province. Certainly producers in the south part of the province have been able to get out into the field. So at the moment, 1% of the provincial crop is in the ground. That is compared to the five-year average of about 6%. Uh, So it may seem like we're a little bit behind, uh, but we've just had a cool, wet spring that has certainly delayed things. The southeast area is reporting 3% of the crop seeded and the southwest 2%. But wet fields seem to be a problem. Where's the worst hit areas? Wet fields are really right across the province, uh, but for the most part, the worst hit areas are the northeast, the northwest, and pockets in the southeast as well as the west central. So the southwest and the south central area do have adequate topsoil moisture at, at this time, but certainly the rest of the province is dealing with, with the wet issues as well. What is the topsoil moisture rating? Provincially, cropland topsoil moisture is rated as 30% surplus, 69% adequate, and 1% short. On hayland and pasture, it is 16% surplus, 81% adequate, and 3% short. We've got a forecast for some very mild weather. That will help? Absolutely. I think we are very much looking forward uh, to hitting double digits. We're hoping for some dry weather, and some wind wouldn't hurt either. When do you expect seeding to be general? Likely not for uh, several more weeks, simply because our fields are very much too wet in order to get equipment in. We've heard many reports that equipment's getting stuck, and of course we still have quite a bit of of harvest to finish up as well. Was there much harvest progress over the winter? Very little. Uh, We had, I guess, higher hopes uh, heading into winter that we would have been able to. And March, of course, looked very promising, uh, but the wet weather and the snow and the rain and everything else we've had in the past couple of weeks has really set us back as well. How much is left to combine? Uh, We're estimating still about 1 million acres. So the bulk of that is in the west central region as well as the northeast, but there are fields left out there all over the province. How long till harvest would wrap up? You know, we were hoping to be mostly wrapped up now, uh, but it's likely not going to happen for several weeks, if not a month or two. Will farmers be seeding first or harvesting first? You know, it'll really depend on the situation. Certainly, I think if they can seed first, that would be ideal. Uh, But of course, harvest will happen when it happens. So it really is a balancing act this spring for us. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Manitoba Agriculture reports favorable weather and field conditions have allowed seeding operations to get underway in many areas of Manitoba. Provincially, it's estimated that just under 5% of the 2017 crop has been seeded. Rishon Picard is a farm production extension specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. He says fields are drying up nicely across the province. However, some areas are coming along quicker than others. The northwest would be and the eastern would be a little bit more delayed, a little bit cooler and, and wetter, it seems, this spring than further south, uh, part, southern part of the province. But uh, they're still reporting some seeding activity, uh, just, you know, in the fields that are a little bit uh, higher, better drain, the lighter t- soil types that warm up a little quicker. Uh, last season was quite wet across the province, and so we're still dealing with some 
some relatively moist fields uh, conditions, and so that takes a little bit longer this spring to uh, to have all fields you know ready to go with field machinery. But that's uh, that's changing almost daily here with with the good weather we're seeing. Picard says even in the southwest corner of Manitoba, where the high water table was expected to delay seeding, there's been some early seeding. Picard says winter wheat fields are starting to regrow and appear to have overwintered well. However, in the extreme southwest corner, some flooded out acres are showing signs of water stress in some fields. Saskatchewan's General Farm Group has made three recommendations to deal with the $95 million surplus at the Canadian Grain Commission. APAS President Todd Lewis says it appears a producer refund is not practical. Well, it'd be nice if it could happen, but it doesn't seem, I guess, uh, what we understand within the legislation, it doesn't allow it. So there'd have to be a change in legislation. That's one part of the problem, and the other part seems to get a list of what was paid, and and that would be very difficult, and uh, a lot of administration and so on, you know, would eat up. It'd be a significant cost to uh, actually generate those checks. So, so if that's not going to be possible to do, we uh, put some other ideas forward. And you presented three priorities. I guess the first is a request for the commission to review and update grain quality factors and grading systems. Yes, I think you know the grading factors and so on that are used uh, certainly with the uh, fusarium uh, and a lot of the grain and so on uh, doesn't seem to be much transparency as to what you know. In some cases, anyway, people aren't happy with what uh, they're calling fusarium and vomitoxin levels, those kind of issues, and uh, just some consistency across the the sector would be nice. And so I think uh, that's one thing we'd like to have a look at. And certainly, in terms like falling numbers and those kind of issues, if it's always seems to be coming more and more to the forefront that, you know, producers want to see a better system that uh, has some more transparency and consistency in it. Tell me about the second APAS priority where we want the Grain Commission to look at the current bond-based producer payment security system and look at other options. Yeah, I think it's just, uh, you know, have them look at it again. They did it uh, a few years ago, and it, I guess it wasn't actuar- actuarially sound at that time in an insurance system that they were they were talking about at that point. So the Ontario model seems to be working for the producers in Ontario, and, you know, would just like the CGC to, to look at that. So there is some price protection if a company or a buyer does go insolvent that uh, producers will have some coverage. And a third priority is to look at enhanced producer protection and transparency through the grain trade. I think that goes back a little bit to the to uh, the equipment and so on. Certainly, we don't want to see any equipment bought by the CGC. Uh, the grain companies are quite profitable, and I think it's not farmers' place to uh, pay for any equipment. But you know, I just think uh, transparency is a good thing, and and uh, the more we have in the grain trade, and uh, farmers are satisfied then that what they're sold, what they're selling, and what they're getting a price for is uh, legitimate. And you want to see the Grain Commission use a little bit more due care in setting their fees? Well, certainly just a recognition of where, where we got to the surplus. There was changes that were, that were made because of the uh, change in funding from the federal government. Obviously, they overestimated both the size of the, of the crops and how much they had to charge, and that's what created the surplus. So let's see them uh, you know, put it on the, on the downside now, and even for the next few years, if it is a negative amount, you know, they don't collect as much as they put out. There's a you know, $70 million or $100 million cushion there now to, you know, they can uh, get it right the next time. But this time, let's make sure they're on the low side and not the high side. And while I've got you on the phone, how's spring seeding going on the farm just south and east of Regina? I think we'll probably end up, may have seen a sprayer in the field today or tomorrow. Three degrees soil temperature yesterday, and we've still got lots of little potholes that are, are wet, but starting to 
see a few more drills in the field and certainly sprayers. So I think by the sounds of the forecast in the next day or two, it'll be pretty general in this area and, and good to see. And uh, sounds like the forecast is on our side. So uh, hopefully we'll get a nice run of weather here and uh, get a good jump on seeding this year. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. Seeding rates for canola may vary depending on factors like soil temperature and moisture conditions. Typically, canola seeds have a 40 to 60% survival rate under average conditions. Warren Ward is an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. Under these challenging conditions, we might be lower than normal. So if you've been doing some plant counts in the past years and you kind of know where your survivability number has been, maybe factor on that being a little bit lower, especially if these poor soil conditions or, or cool or wet soils continue to be an issue in your field. A wise choice is to err on the side of caution. I think so. You know, it, it's really tough, and conditions can change in an awful hurry sometimes, too. So I know we're talking about saturated soils right now and maybe cooler soils in some cases, but with the right conditions, that can improve in a hurry, too. So in some cases, it's not that we have to up those seeding rates throughout the entire planting window, but maybe the first few fields that you're into or the first part of that seeding window is where you would want to look at bumping your seeding rates up a little bit. And then as conditions do improve, then we could uh, lower them or go back to a more normal seeding rate for your fields. The Canola Council of Canada has developed a new tool to assist with decisions on seeding rates. It can be found at canolacalculator.ca. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose 70 cents this morning at 508.80. Oats gained $3.01 at 175.03. Number one red spring wheat dropped $3.88 at 241.36. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, 269.29. Feed barley, 125.03. Flax four fifty three ninety six. Yellow peas three hundred thirty one dollars. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was down fifteen cents at five forty six and a quarter a bushel. Fifty eight. And now the latest livestock report. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction for the market report for the week of May 3rd. Assiniboia did not have a sale this week because it was Weyburn's turn. The market is up and looking good as your D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.05 to $1.20 a pound. D3 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $1. Canner cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.80. Cents. Slaughter bulls from $1.35 to $1.50. Now moving over to your feeder steers. 800 to 900 pounds averaged $1.83 and sold up to $2.08 a pound. Steers 700 to 800 averaged $2.11 and sold up to $2.30. Steers 650 to 700 averaged $2.26 and sold up to $2.29 a pound. Steers 600 to 650 pounds averaged $2.30 and sold up to 241. Now moving over to your feeder heifers. 800 to 900 pounds average $1.88 and sold up to $1.94 a pound. Heifers 700 to 800 pounds average $1.77 and sold up to $2. Heifers 650 to 700 pounds average $1.97 and sold up to $2. Heifers 600 to 650 pounds average $1.97 and sold up to $2.07. For any more market information, call me, Brady Olson, at Assiniboia Livestock Auction, 642 5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Hemp sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 150 to 152 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,500 heads, selling in a range of 154 to 156 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 94 to $108 per CKG live weight. 
Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up $3.91 per CKG, and forward contract prices opened mostly higher this morning. Yesterday's Canadian dollar was up slightly with the daily exchange rate at 1.3714, with the Canadian dollar currently trading at 0.7275 US. As production drops seasonally, it is believed the market has reached a bottom. Packer margins are solid, as well as strong export and domestic markets. Coming up, the farm weather forecast.